welcome to the Business Brainwave Show with Renata Jute, where we will look at ways to optimize your business. In this episode of Business Brainwaves, we look at minor kids, spouses and exes. And when I talk about this, we are talking, of course, about your estate. So, of course, today we do experience blended families, where we refer to the yours, mine and ours. In South Africa, uh, the law upholds the principle of freedom of testation. But what happens when the testator forgets to make provision in his will for minor or for spouse's maintenance after his or her death? So I think let's start with the rights of the minors, the spouses and the exes. And I'll start with minors. And when I talk about minors, I'm talking about the, the ability, let's call it, for claims by children of the deceased. So in the 1906 judgment of Carlser versus Estate de Fris, it was decided that minor children can claim for maintenance against the parents' deceased estate in the absence of an express provision to the effect. In other words, if there was no specific provision made for these minor children. And that would be because of the principle that a parent is responsible to maintain his or her children. It has also been held by the court that a child over the age of 18, now this was at the time when the age of majority was 21 years, may also claim maintenance from parents' deceased estates. However, where a child who is no longer a minor claims from his parents' deceased estate, he or she has to prove, firstly, that he or she is in fact required um, support and secondly, what is this actual amount of support that is required. Now it's important to note that with the exception of debts owed by the estate to creditors, the claim of child's maintenance ranks preferred to all other claims against the deceased estate. And this includes those of heirs and legatees. So it's important to remember that. Now, when we are talking about claims by spouses, now remember we've talked about minor children, but what does it look like for spouses? Remember we're now talking about maybe the uh, person that has passed away, maybe did not make provision for the spouse. I think what we do need to take into consideration here is that the one thing we need to look at is what is our marital status? So, are we married in community of property? Are we married with the accrual system? So, out of community of property, including the accrual system, or out of community of property with no accrual system? I think these things will also play a role. But, if we look back at history, before 1990, so that's actually quite recent, the right of spouses to claim support, in other words maintenance, from a deceased estate was not really accepted because of the principle of freedom of testation. So basically the law said, well, if he wanted to give you something, he would have. As such, a surviving spouse had no inherent claim against the deceased estate, unless he or she 
was nominated a beneficiary in the will. Thank goodness this changed with the introduction of the Maintenance of Surviving Spouses Act 27 of 1990. In terms of this act, surviving spouses have where their marriage was dissolved by death. In other words, they had to be married at the time when the person passed away. A claim for maintenance against the estate of the deceased spouse until either the death or remarriage of the surviving spouse. The maintenance claim is, however, only allowed for the provision of the surviving spouse's reasonable maintenance needs and so far as he or she is not able to provide, therefore, for his or her own means and earnings. So again, it is quite limited. Because what it's saying here is, well, if your spouse wanted to leave something for you, they would have. And okay, now we will allow you to claim. But you can really only claim what is reasonable for your maintenance. Now, however reasonable is also how long is a piece of string. Again, this claim ranks in the same order as preference as that of a child. Now, let's look at exes, and here I'm referring to ex-spouses. So in this section, I want to actually discuss a whether we as exes would be able to claim uh, let's call it a maintenance claim from the deceased spouse. That would be the one topic. And then the other thing also would be, well, what about the will after divorce? So let's start with the whole idea of can an ex-spouse claim from a deceased spouse, the ex-spouse's estate? Now remember, in order for the Act's provision, remember what we're talking about here, this is now the um, Maintenance of Surviving Spouses Act. In order for that Act's provisions to be applicable, one must be married to the spouse at the time of death. In the recent case of Kruger versus Goss, that was in 2009, it was determined that an ex-spouse does not have a claim for maintenance against the deceased estate of her ex-husband. So this was a particular case. The court held that the duty of support that spouses owed each other and consequently the liability for maintenance are incidents of their matrimonial relationship. Termination by death brings that duty to an end. So to allow an ex-spouse to bring a claim under the Act may diminish or exclude the maintenance claim of children, the rights of beneficiaries, and claims of the deceased's current surviving spouse. So, just by virtue of you being an ex-spouse, no, you would not be able to claim for your own maintenance. There is, however, and I think we do need to take note of this, a spouse can bind his or her estate to pay maintenance after death, that is, by declaring it in his or her will that his estate must pay maintenance to the current spouse and or ex-spouses. So remember, we are only saying that in the absence of mentioning this in a will, you can't go and 
institute a claim. But if the will specifically makes provision for this, then basically that is included. Typically, where parties divorce, such a provision is included in the divorce order and the settlement agreement pursuant hereto, in other words, a settlement agreement, the parties can agree that their obligations as contained herein, including that of all maintenance, shall be binding on their respective deceased estates. That's sometimes a sentence that they will bring in. So what they are saying is, if your divorce order says that, let's say, I've now gotten divorced and the divorce order says that I, as Renata, have to pay to my ex-spouse a certain amount uh, per annum per month um, for a certain period of time. And I pass away before the end of that time. That will then run into my estate, provided, of course, that this uh, forms part of my agreement. Now, the other thing that I see is often um, that people fall foul of, and I want to bring this. And I will also, um, in the um, write-up of this podcast, I will post the link to a very interesting article. But basically, this refers to when I get divorced, under our law, South African law I'm referring to, you have a three-month window period in which to change your will. Now, what that comes down to in layman's terms is this. They say that if I get divorced on 1 January, I have three months from that date that my divorce has now become uh, legit, legal, that I, uh, that I can change my will. And if I do not change my will, then it is deemed that my intention was not to change my will and that my intention is for whoever is in that will to still inherit. Now, this happens quite often where people will get divorced, not update their wills, and then what will happen is they'll pass away and in the meanwhile they've got a new partner or the intention was maybe that they wanted now their parents or their siblings to inherit and because they've not updated the will the initial will stands and the estate will now devolve upon the beneficiaries so if i'm married and in my current will it says that my current spouse is my sole beneficiary we now get divorced, we're very upset with one another, and I may even have a child. And I decide that, look, I know that um, my minor child and, and inheritance may be a bit of an issue, so I will now, in actual fact, bequeath all that I own, my entire estate, to a trust for my minor child. This is now my intention. But I drag my heels, I don't update my will, and I die within three months of the divorce the court will then well after three months of the divorce sorry but i've not updated my will the court will then hold that i had three months in which to update my will and if i now die a year after my divorce and i never updated my will and my ex-spouse is still the main beneficiary on my will the court will rule as such they will see it that that is my clear intention and that's the way it will stay. Now, in this article that I'm referring to, it was a very interesting article. And the article was termed to be or not to be 
will your ex-spouse inherit from your estate. Now, why they use the to and capital B? Because that is the clause uh, in the Act, in the Wills Act that we refer to. And sometimes it takes a sensational story in a newspaper, as opposed to oft-repeated legal advice, to drive home the importance of updating your will. And this article appeared in the Sunday Times on 29 January 2017, and it was entitled Gone to the Dogs. And basically what happened here was the parties were married before, husband and wife, and they did not have children. And they said, well, in the event that um, they died, the husband's uh, estate would go to his father, uh, failing which it would go to the SPCA. And uh, they got divorced, this couple, never updated the will. The husband then gets married again. And eventually what happens is he dies. And because the will was never updated and in the meanwhile, the husband's father had now also passed on. Literally, the SPCA inherited his estate. So, shows you what can happen. So, it is very important that when you do get divorced, that you, as soon as possible, update your will. I would recommend that if you are starting divorce proceedings already, that you start looking at your will and deciding what it is you want and don't leave it till later okay guys so i think i'm going to leave this at um, the end of this discussion now because we are running over time uh, in my next podcast i will reach out and talk about whether minors can in actual fact inherit so keep an ear and an eye open i hope you've learned something from this podcast today have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Brainwaves. For more Business Brainwaves, please visit my website, nobleprosperity.co.za. Follow me on Facebook or connect with me on LinkedIn. For easy access, the links are posted below.